from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. Hello, Randy. Oh, young William, how are you? Who this is? You know who this is, don't you? I know it's you. Well, no, you said last week you were going to just call somebody randomly and get them to co-host the show with you. Yeah. Were you pulling my leg? Start going through the phone book. Yeah, yeah, I was going to do that. (laughs) My leg. I was feeling really insecure about that. You know who I talked to today? You know who I talked to today? Who? Who? not 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 voice talk. I text talk. Uh, Val from Glens Falls. Oh, our number one fan from Glens Falls, New York. Val, uh, yay! Our listener, yeah. Uh, she uh, she commented on a photo, and I noticed she was still online, so we just discussed it. Oh, well, there you uh, go. Yeah, uh, I really should have uh, just done a Zoom and 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 done yeah, a chat absolutely. with her and rec- record recorded it, but. Uh, We'll get to that some other time. Yeah, Val from Glens Falls. Yeah, Val, good husband, to see you. Whose, whose husband's name is Randy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, good to see yeah. all you two. Good to see you too, listener, if you're listening to us. Uh, yeah. and welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Bill Show broadcast. I've got, to stop, I've got to stop doing that. There's more than one, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there's more, more than one listener, but I like to. It's like you're sitting down or you're in your car, you're jogging. If you're jogging, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spittle coming down your mouth. Maybe you're walking the dog. Maybe maybe you're at the beach. Maybe you're uh, doing something you shouldn't be doing or something you should be doing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing out there. And if you're doing it, stop it. No, it's just. Do, do people do inappropriate things when they listen to the Bill Show? Do you think is it that inspiring? What? <laughs> I don't know how inspiring this show is, but whatever you're doing. <laughs> Wait a minute, Stop watch it. how I watch how I finish this up. Whatever you're doing, I'm happy you're doing it here with us. Uh for the Bill Show. It's uh it's it's show number two seven seven, ladies and gentlemen. And um I've been uh we've been locked in. Uh COVID, by the That's way. Thank right. you very much. We're in our second week of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh I think it's uh, uh what we'll do is we've had a lot of time to sit there and watch and read what's happening. In American politics this week, give me the news theme. Let's go. Come on. Fix it in poor story. So let's go. Come on. Yeah. And yep. the one, and the two, and yeah, the one, it's a, two, it's a, Fix it in post orchestra, ladies and gentlemen, have delivered the news theme to us. Turn off the bubble machine. Uh, yeah, Randy, it's it's been interesting <laughs> sitting up here watching uh, what's been going on in the United States. You know, evidently, they've gotten to a point in time right now where uh, the only people that are getting sick with COVID are, are, are the people who have Well, you know, are yeah. the, uh, the people that are not vaccinated. They don't. And, and they're saying, I'm not going to do that. Uh, you know, and they don't, even though Trump got it straight away. And then uh, they get yeah. then they get sick. And die. I, 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 you know, seriously, we had a, uh, we had a bit of a couple of demonstrators the other day in, in Melbourne and in Sydney. And, you know, I'll tell you, man, uh, they warned them twice and then out came the mace and fuck off. <laughs> I don't yeah. you know. No, I don't they, give they, a shit. Arrest, they arrested them and fined them. Oh, no. Thousands of fuck dollars. off. Yeah. Don't hear your fucking shit. 
Yeah. Seriously, you're endangering other people. Fuck and you. And what about that uh, Archbishop of the Shillsong um, Church in L.A.? He uh, stole. Oh, yeah, I have that. Uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> This is actually came out. I just saw it before I came in to do the podcast tonight. Man who made fun of vaccinations efforts on social media dies of COVID. Yeah, that's a common tale. It's a common gods story. of irony are really kicking your ass. They uh, are. Co- a, a man who mocked COVID nineteen vaccinations died this week at Los Angeles area hospital after getting COVID. Stephen mm. Harmon, thirty four years old. Harmon died on Wednesday, Corona uh, Regional Medical Center, after an hour's drive uh, east of Los Angeles. Stephen Harmon posted photos of himself in his hospital bed, wrote that he had pneumonia and critically low oxygen levels and was being intubated. In a tweet Wednesday, Harmon wrote, don't know when I'll wake up, please pray. Three days before his death, however, Harmon tweeted, if you don't have faith that God can heal me over your stupid ventilator, then keep the hell out of my ICU room. There's no room in here for fear and lack of faith. Yeah. Before his hospitalization, Harmon made fun of vaccination efforts on social media. I got 99 problems, but vax ain't one of them. Yeah, and he's, on, his, last on, words, his last words were, see, I told you it was a hoax. I told you it was a hoax. On July 8th, he posted Biden's door-to-door vaccine surveyors. Really should be called Jacobid Witnesses. <laughs> I can't tell you how funny that is. I really can't, Stephen. You know, That's it's great. so funny. But here it is. You're dead. Okay? <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of people go a long way to really abbreviate a joke. But you're dead, asshole. <laughs> yeah. You it's can't vaccinate against stupid. Yeah, And I know I should feel sorry for you, but I don't. The only thing I'm thinking is that, well, you're 34. Maybe you don't have any kids yet. Might be good for the human race. Seriously. <laughs> because <laughs> you have people in other countries who can't get the vaccine. They All can't right? get anything. They can't get anything. If you live... In South America, if you live in Iraq, if you live in Africa, if you live in any of the shitholes that you don't fucking live in, Stephen, if you're around, I talk to you, but I can't, um, you would understand that it is a blessing that you have the opportunity to get a vaccine. And it is an insult to every person in a third world country that hasn't got a vaccine while America is stocked to the brim with vaccine and are actually having to pay people to take it. Yeah. That's it's so insane. <laughs> it's insane. Mm. Just thought I'd comment on that. Stephen Harmon, got nothing to say. <laughs> Stephen, sorry. <laughs> there was also, there, I got nothing to say to you, Stephen. And there was this right-wing, uh, right-wing uh, televangelist or right guy. He was on... Um, one of those uh, crazy, uh, you know, not qu- not quite Fox News stations, and and he'd gone on about vaccine. Well, he's got COVID now, so you know, God does have a sense of humor. Uh, what we have, <laughs> oh, Willie, oh, really? Willie, that's terrible. It's funny. No, I think <laughs> I really seriously, man. I don't care. I'm just, I mean, literally, if you couldn't communicate it to somebody else, I'd say, 
God, I mean, if you want to go and kill yourself, fine, go ahead. But I'm not going to have an argument like this, you know, with with people. And the fact that you have to, you know, never mind. Uh, by the way, Harmon. But by the way, Stephen Harmon attended Hillsong Church in Los Angeles. Hillsong Church is actually the evangelical church that our prime minister belongs to. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's an arch, archbishop. Yeah, he's an archbishop of the Hillsong Church. Yeah. Can I can I just uh, just refresh people's memory? Sure. Uh, that on on the twenty fifth of July, which is today in Australia, hmm. there have been two hundred million cases of COVID. Yeah. There have been five, over four million deaths. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I just think it, it's worth reminding people that uh, they should maybe bend over and kiss their ass goodbye. <laughs> you can't, of, but, or just get a vaccine. <laughs> or just get the fucking shot. You know, seriously. The shot's going to give you a 98% chance, hmm. but... There's still people are going to catch it and die, and then all the anti-vaxxers are going to say, see, it doesn't work, but they're just <laughs> full of shit. Uh, but at USA, with yeah. 35 million cases, yeah. is really, uh, we're number one, we're number one, you know? <laughs> no, I don't and, think that, that, yeah, yeah, good, good, we're topping the list. Uh, in yeah, our and, next story, and, ladies and, and, and gentlemen... By the way, I was I was going to actually do something for the next story. I was going to actually uh, say something about Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos, and I I was looking for pigs uh, in space. Yeah, yeah, pigs in space. <laughs> and now another episode of capitalist pigs in space. Um, uh, and I wrote this in my diary, and I uh, I will tell you tell you exactly what it says. Is what's wrong with me anyway? Why am I not excited about Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos as the as the media wanted me to be? Because during that time, everybody was going absolutely crazy. Uh, why why am I so uh, why am I not as excited as the media wanted to be when when he shot his load this week in what will in all likelihood turn into a galactic fun park ride for rich <laughs> assholes willing to pay a quarter million dollars for two and a half minutes of weightless nausea? Um, yeah. And I, I just, you know, I just sat there and said, I grew up with the right stuff. I grew up with Alan Shepard, John Glenn, Buzz Aldrin, uh, the Apollo. I, I remember Apollo thirteen. I remember it in my yeah. memory. You know, and um, I really find it kind of offensive that you want me to lose my lunch over two billionaires having a pissing contest. Rather than paying their fair share of tax, so people can have health care, uh, I I think that's a real big problem. <laughs> I think we should take exception to it. But I'm not going to. You know, you know, you want me to weep. That you want me to weep with gratitude that the pristine, untouched heavens is now just another piece of, you know, just another place where fat fucking Americans can leave their trash in. You know, basically, <laughs> because yeah. and before they hit the intergalactic gift shop, fuck them. I don't care, and I don't think most people do. I, I think most people, this is, you know, they tried to make it something similar to the moon landing or, or something, uh, a common event. I think everybody felt alienated by that event, really alienated yeah. by that event. But, you know, it was just staged. I mean, you saw Capricorn 1, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you saying? Jeff faked his... Uh... <laughs> it's all fake. It's uh, done in a studio. <laughs> it's, it's all in studio stuff. <laughs> It's all right, well, studio, yeah. 
Who knows? Well, uh, next on the uh, itinerary today, <clears throat> by the way, do you remember, this is off a, uh, an article uh, found in the last week of the Washington Post. Hey, everybody, do you remember Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh? Oh, Brett punched yeah. the wall either side of my face. Uh, yeah, fret boy, yeah. fret boy. Remember yeah. fret boy? <laughs> Yeah. And he's now on the Supreme Court. He's a Supreme Court justice now, yeah? So, uh, you know, uh, he uh, basically from the cast of Animal House. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I never got over that. And then I was reading this kind of thing. It was just kind of a catch-up. After Merrick Garland took over the Department of Justice, they had to release papers from the FBI and the, and the Department of Justice. One of the things they released the papers about was Christine Blasey Ford. And uh, the pledge that the FBI made after and during that investigation to investigate other problems that, you know, frat boy Johnny might have had. Let's kind of let's kind of remind ourselves about uh, the past that I believe is true of our current Supreme Court justice. Uh, See if you remember uh, this from your past. I am here today not because I want to be. I am terrified. I am here because I believe it is my civic duty to tell you what happened to me while Brett Kavanaugh and I were in high school. The details that, about that night that bring me here today are the ones I will never forget. They have been seared into my memory and have haunted me episodically as an adult. I was pushed onto the bed and Brett got on top of me. He began running his hands over my body and grinding into me. I believed he was going to rape me. I tried to yell for help. When I did, Brett put his hand over my mouth to stop me from yelling. This is what terrified me the most and has had the most lasting impact on my life. It was hard for me to breathe, and I thought that Brett was accidentally going to kill me. Yeah, it makes me so happy that that little maggot is on the Supreme Court, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Because I mean, I don't for a minute think no, she was but lying. But it was just locker room talk. She it was, was not lying. Uh, yeah, she he was, didn't really. It was the beer yeah. talking. He didn't oh, really locker mean room it. talk. It was locker room talk. <laughs> oh, f- don't start me. Okay. Yes, that's right. It's it's the woman that had the guts to confront Supreme Court justice and former <laughs> member of the Roman Polanski Let's Rape a High School Club and frat boy judge Brett Kavanaugh. The, mystery, uh, the popular myth is that Blasey Ford was the only witness to Brett's bad, bad behavior when he engaged in one of those favorite hobbies. Uh, hey, Brett, what's that hobby? We drank beer, uh, my friends and I, the boys and girls. Yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We drank beer. The- well, the guy's got to have hobbies, doesn't he, Mandy? Uh, you yeah. know, I guess beer was his hobby, and evidently... Uh, he was busy. During this long hearing, the FBI said that they would investigate Brett's beer holidays and even set up a tip line for supplemental investigations. Now, the, Fed, the feds let us know that these tips would be investigated. This brings us to a little story about the veritable Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Now, Sheldon Whitehouse is actually a pretty damn good senator and a decent human being. And he saw what was happening to Catherine Blasey Ford. Basically, what was happening is she was getting raped by the media, and this guy was going to walk on the Supreme Court. Yeah. So uh, Senator Sheldon uh, Whitehouse 
um, has spent nearly three years attempting to un- understand the nature of the FBI's supplemental investigations that they guaranteed that they were doing and claims that have emerged again, uh, 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 investigation of claims that emerged against Brett Kavanaugh during his confirmation hearings in 2018. The senator's attempts to get answers from either the Trump White House or the FBI were about as successful as, well, pick your metaphor, <laughs> but w- getting Vladimir Putin out of Trump's ass, I don't know. But White House kept... White House kept trying almost as soon as Merrick Garland was sworn in as Attorney General. White House asked him to help facilitate proper oversight by the Senate into questions of how serious the FBI investigation was. In a March letter to Garland, White House described that tip line was, and I quote, more like a garbage chute with everything that came down the chute consigned without review to the figurative dumpster. That's right. Right next to Nixon, right next to Nixon's tapes. White House asked Garland to explain how, why, and at whose behest the FBI conducted a fake investigation to a now sitting Supreme Court judge <laughs> that violated standard procedures. White House also asked Garland to probe into the tens of thousands of dollars, and evidently this is true. Garland to probe into tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt that mysteriously vanished from Kavanaugh's life in 2016. Yeah. Just gone. <laughs> so let's digest this. The current swing vote in the U.S. Supreme Court, according to Merrick Garland's Justice Department, had had over 6,000 tips on their highly publicized tip line. 6,000. Now, a lot of them would be shit. Yeah. But how many do you suppose, how many interviews out of 6,000 tips do you think the FBI and the Justice Department did? Me, ahead, me, yes. me, me, pick me, pick me. Yeah, 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 I ran in the first round. Okay, Go ahead. six. How many? Six. Ten. Yeah, but that counts the, that counts the, uh, uh, the woman and, and Kavanaugh himself, wasn't it? Well, no, that's 10. Oh. They did 10. Oh, I they was did close. 10 interviews. I was close. No, yeah, you were close, man. You were taking the most cynical viewpoint. They did 10. 6,000 people complained about this guy, and they only interviewed 10 people. I work at a school, folks. We do more than 10 interviews when we're hiring a substitute teacher, okay? 6,000 tips, and they interviewed 10 yeah. and failed to investigate money that mysteriously cleared. A massive credit card debt. Is this the screening for justice appointments? Maybe we should just simplify. Sure. You know, get Ken and Lucy uh, who work the grill over at Wendy's to sort through the applicants for us. Don't worry about previous felonies. Just train them to get soft drinks for the boss. Actually, all Trump employees had to actually watch this this video, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Soft drinks, lemonade, water, cold tea. It's up to you. It's up to me. Cold drinks come in four cups. Gotta know the size before you fill it up. Biggie, medium, small, kids meal. Keep it straight. It's a good deal. Use the scoop to fill with ice. Never use the cup. Take my advice. For soft drinks, fill the ice halfway. No matter the size, that's what I say. Tilt the cup and push against the lever. Keeps the foam down now. Isn't that clever? 
Yeah, that's a really that's a I'm sorry, that's a really crass reason crass reason to insert a Wendy's training video <laughs> from the eighties. <80s. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you do, if you get a chance on YouTube, check out the Wendy's training videos. Guess your associate your associate chief justices have all been trained in the dispensation of soft drinks. Your associate justice may be completely yeah. bonkers, like beer, and have the occasional sexual act of deviancy. But you know something? After this training, he'll be popping out Raspberry Mountain Dew and Diet Cokes for all the kids at cabinet meetings. So there you go. Uh, Randy, you know, um, I was going to do something else for another segment, and, I, and then I told you that I, I, had, I had just read an article uh, by yeah. this guy. Uh, I, I love him now. Uh, he, he's writing on Salon. He did so on my birthday, by the way. It was July 25th, my birthday. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, that was his birthday. was uh, was yesterday, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So 62 years old. Thank you very much. I've made it. Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm 62. Yeah, I know. But anyway, that's that, that's neither here nor there. Send all your happy birthday money to our new uh, uh, account. But I, I was reading, I was reading this thing that Matthew Desim wrote in Salon, uh, and it, it it's in Browbeat, and it's entitled "Stop Insulting Trump Voters and Their Concerns." Instead, shut up and take it. <laughs> Matthew had me at one, man. Matthew had me at one. This is lovely. Matthew Desim <laughs> writing in Salon. Matt, uh, if I could track you down and do an interview with you, I, I, I friggin' would. Um, I'll just read a bit for you. It's hard not to. <laughs> On Thursday, the Washington Post published an opinion piece by columnist Gary Abernathy arguing that Americans need to stop insulting Trump voters lest we <laughs> fail to achieve... The intonation is mine, but I think this is what he meant. <laughs> Need to stop insulting Trump voters, lest we fail to achieve what's necessary for our nation to survive. Easily the greatest work of importance of being nice to Trump supporters that the Post has published, since Catherine Parker's progressives shaming of Trump supporters won't work on August 9th, 2019, or James Homan's liberal hostility toward Trump aides could galvanize the GOP base. In June 25th, 2018, <laughs> or Michael Gerson's Stop Steering at Trump, It Won't Help, April 20th, 2017. Leave Donald alone! Leave, uh, leave him, him alone. alone. Come on. Leave Britney alone. Uh, Brittany, leave Britney. Yeah, leave Britney alone. Leave, leave Ivanka alone. <laughs> Abernathy's, by the way, this, this is really great. Uh, Abernathy's essay is a timely reminder of the importance of hysteric, historical amnesia. <laughs> and the urgent need to treat Trump voters with civility and respect <laughs> and deference and late. reverence and adoration, no matter what they've done. <laughs> oh, fuck them. Oh, man, man. Uh, so... Uh, he goes on, and I, I got to. This is this is when he had me at hello with this attitude. He said, "As we all stop come, smearing, yeah, stop really, smearing, really." Okay, let me just quote again from, and this is not me. This is Matthew Desim. Yeah. As we all come together to clean up the mess that some of us deliberately caused, 
It's clear that <laughs> insults will get us nowhere. I mean, calling Trump voters dumber than a bag of hammers only reveals that you are unserious about moving forward as a country. Going on to clarify that you meant to say that Trump voters were to a person dumber than the dumbest bag of hammers at a hammer store that used to specialize in selling extremely dumb hammers before the health department shut it down for selling hammers of hammers that were so dumb it was against the law will do very little to reach out across that political chasm. <laughs> it may feel good. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, by oh, the way, so it good. does. So good. It does. So good. Here's the thing. We have been bullied by these fuckers in the Republican Party since Reagan. We have been the kicking boys for their disgusting shit and the absolute betrayal of our nation. And evidently, we're just cranky about it. Evidently, we're just not taking it too well. <laughs> Well, let me go on with what he said. You lost. Get oh, over it. They man. Used to say. You lost. <laughs> it may feel good to Remember? insult people whose stupidity, hatred, and fear caused untold suffering all over the world. It may feel great. It may feel like sitting on the porch and taking your first sip of ice cold beer after a hot day. Or finding a $20 bill in your coat pocket. Or seeing the face of an old friend who's been gone for a long time. It may feel so, so great, but consider this. Don't. Instead, try listening to Trump voters and their concerns. <laughs> as though you were plucked from the cabbage patch this very morning. <laughs> Fresh as dew. He's our president. No memory of what happened when we spent several years listening to Trump voters and their quasi-monosyllabic concerns. While you're listening, you can show your commitment to democracy in America by remembering things like say, like by remembering things like I see, <laughs> or nodding your head in not, an understanding yes. manner. I'm do not do that I'm thing when you pretend like you're coughing and say bullshit into your face. Bullshit. When you yeah, when the Trump voter you are listening to says that, of course, they didn't approve of everything Trump did. Do not accuse them of enabling a nihilistic death cult that is steering the entire planet into a lake of fire. Don't throw pies or fruit or you know, bricks, do not say, what's that? It seems like you're trying to talk, but all I can hear is a thick, clotty bubbling sound because you're up to your eyebrows in the blood of your fellow citizens, asshole! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, I am humble. We here at The Bill Show want to give a fantastic roar of support to Matthew Decimate Salon. <laughs> You're my kind of guy, Matt. <laughs> I get it. I get it. We're not. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, it's it's. You always get the bullies down on the mat, and they're always just piss weak. You know what I'm saying, Randy? Yeah. Can I give you his email address? Yes. Or his Twitter handle? I'll oh yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Matthew Desson. What's his Twitter handle? Uh, his Twitter handle is. It's coming up now. It is uh, at Matthew Desim, no space. Oh, all right. That's Matthew Desim, D-E-S-S-E-M. 
Read the article. No, it's a funny, yeah. funny one. Oh, man. Matt, great stuff. Uh, I yeah. had to mention it because I was literally laughing. You know how you laugh on the inhale? <laughs> you know, I was just going. <laughs> you know. Anyway, look, you there's, all, there's you enough. You can also email him. What's that? You can also email him at Matthew.Desim. Matthew.Desim. At, at Slate.com. At Slate.com. Matthew.Desim at Slate.com. And, Randy, for our last story this this week on my end. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I, we've, we've been saying I told you so a lot. Uh, <clears throat> well, don't say it then. And uh, do, you, do you remember when we talked first about uh, Trump and Putin back in 2016? Way back then. Yeah. We, 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 were, we were, you know, when, Matt, when uh, David Korn came out with the Steele dossier in Mother Jones. Yeah. Um, all of us had said, yeah, that, that sounds him. And I believe me. It sounds Trump. And been watching this Russia thing being discredited by people like Jimmy Dore and people on the left, I've always described that that was pure Trump. (laughs) That is just, it was pure Trump. So uh, if you thought Vladimir did have a special relationship uh, check out this that The Guardian filed this month. I don't know why this isn't getting any play. Because it's in The Guardian. In the media. It's an honest because publication. Because it's that lefty Guardian. It's an honest publication. I, 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 I subscribe to The Guardian. Yeah, I subscribe to The Guardian yeah. because it's the only decent paper you can get in this country after Murdoch took everything. Yeah. But look, the thing is, uh, you know, with... Uh, um, with Vladimir Putin's obvious interest and proven uh, participation in a program to get Trump into the White House, yeah, it looks like Vladimir Putin has finally cutting Trump go. Oh, finally, <laughs> finally. Because, because basically what happened recently is documents suggest that the, the launch of a specific multi-agency effort to interfere with U.S. democracy... Vladimir Putin personally authorized, according to these documents that were leaked from the Kremlin, uh, which means that Vladimir wanted them public. Uh, Vladimir Putin personally authorized a secret spy agency operation to support the mentally unstable Donald Trump in the 2016 presidential election during a closed session of Russia's National Security Council. (laughs) Just think Dr. Evil. Just think Dr. Evil. Again, yeah. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Why am I surrounded by friggin' idiots? Um, so evidently the National Security Council of Russia, uh, according to what uh, was assessed to be leaked Kremlin documents, the key meeting took place the 22nd of January 2016 with Russian president and his spy chiefs and senior ministers all president, present. They agreed a Trump White House would help secure Moscow's strategic objectives. Yeah. Among them... Social turmoil in the United States yeah. and a weakening of the American president's negotiating position. Yeah. Uh, by the way, who is the president that uh, basically abandoned Iraq 
and uh, who abandoned the Kurds in Iraq to Russian forces. Who, who is the president that turned their back on the hijinks going on uh, with uh, Putin and uh, his invasion in the Ukraine? Obama. Who is Obama. the one Obama. who is... Con- <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. We're talking about a presidency that routinely made decisions that enriched Vladimir Putin, and that's Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant uh, about the... Uh, and he also tried to get... I don't get know why you're talking about Obama. His first his um, first impeachment was the Hunter Biden thing. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the decisions that Trump has made in the presidency that benefited Vladimir Putin. Let me go on. Mm. Uh my basically, the three agencies were ordered to find practical ways to support Trump in a decree appearing to bear Putin's signature. Yeah, Vlad fist fucked us, and he's met Biden face to face, and now he wants to know. He wants Biden to know that he fist fucked us. <laughs> so he's leaked these documents finally. Uh, there was a brief psychological assessment. Of Trump, who is described as an impulsive, mentally unstable, unbalanced individual who suffers from an inferiority complex. He also likes Pete Colades, walks in the rain, snorting coke off of strippers' nipples. Oh, you know, <laughs> that's our Donnie. There is also an apparent confirmation that the Kremlin possessed compromat or potentially compromising material on the future president collected... They say on one of Trump's non-official visits to the Russian Federation territory. Hey, Randy. The PP tape. I think I know what they're referring to. The PP tape. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it might be, uh, I don't know. They- this is my pee pee. This is my pee pee. This is my pee pee. This is my pee-pee. Yeah, yeah, Bert. yeah, Randy. I got that just for you. I got. I just got that for you. <laughs> you know, we really have to. Will it? You have to balance this as a proper news show with infantile shit like this. <laughs> now, uh, the paper refers to certain events that happened during trips in Moscow. Yes, the urination station available on Russian VHS and DVD is available at any blockbuster. Donnie's sitting in a room watching two hookers piss on a bed that Barack and Michelle slept on. Yep, yippee kaye, motherfucker. By the way, if this if this is further verified, it will be the grossest thing a president has ever done, at least since Herbert Hoover got caught in flagrante with a squirrel and three tubs of yogurt and some Vaseline. The point is, Randy, that... Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I happen to think that if you have a problem believing that Donald Trump was in Putin's pocket, I want to play something for you. Okay? (laughs) If you don't think that this is true, listen to this. Okay? Just listen to it. This is is Trump um, talking about Vladimir. Okay? Here it is. If we got along with Russia... That wouldn't be so bad, would it? It would be really nice if we got along with Russia. Wouldn't it be nice if we actually got along as an example with Russia? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Sent me a present. Beautiful present. I went to Russia with a Miss Universe pageant. He contacted me and was so nice. Gee, I don't know, Randy. You know that 
Like sometimes, you know, in the end of his term, Trump looked kind of bent over, you know, maybe that, that <laughs> thing where they took the picture of him toddling down the ramp like a 300 year old guy. Remember that? Yeah. You know, he's going to look a little frail, like like a 300 year old friggin pedestrian that's behind you and fucking line at Walmart. He can't really walk. And I figured it out now. It's hard to walk when you have someone's dick up your ass. <laughs> yeah, or it's all I mean, technically, the penis actually cuts off the blood to the legs. <laughs> I think Vladimir, I think Vladimir stuck his fist up there with a Rolex on it, and that was the beautiful gift. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like I again, uh you just sit there and, and to me the idea that the the president of the United States was having a chuckle fest with the, you know, the ambassador to Russia mm. <laughs> in the fucking oval office with no security detail there. You know, I'm I'm yeah. old yeah. enough to remember that if you did that they hung your ass. <laughs> they, if you were even thought of giving secrets. And by that way, ironically, the party that was the one that would hang your ass is the one that thinks it's okay now yeah. to, to, to allow your president uh, and your Republican Party to literally commit treason. <sighs> your thoughts, Randy? I only, I, I only met him once. I only met him once. I only met him once. <laughs> I only met him once. All right, five times. All right. Look, we had an affair in the south of France, but that's it. Nothing else. Anyway, yeah. uh, we got Randy's rant coming up, and I uh, hope yeah, you guys stick yeah, with us. Yeah. Oh, my God. You just scared me with your voice and all. Okay. We'll be back, kids, for show 277 and Randy's rant. I think Ronald Reagan is probably one of the greatest presidents that ever lived. That's right. Just so happens this is not his field, and that's right. <laughs> no matter what happens, he jumps on a horse, eats jelly beans, and runs and runs. <laughs> he is so busy, they keep hollering, Mr. President! <laughs> and a leap. It's a new type of a president. Every other president we ever had always looked troubled and miserable and nauseous. As soon as they were elected, they became miserable. Remember, Carter looked so cough and so miserable. Johnson was nauseous and nervous. Nixon so cough and so nauseous. This guy, presidents couldn't figure out what to do because it was murder. They were overwhelmed. They couldn't figure out the solution. This man don't know there's a problem. <laughs> That's why he looks younger and younger every day. He keeps laughing and running. He is so happy. He's the happiest president we ever had. I found out why he's so happy. He can't believe he got the job. <laughs> Why do you think he's the first president we ever had who looks younger and younger every day? Even when he's doing nothing, he looks so happy doing nothing, you think he did it already, you don't know what. <laughs> he came back from Reykjavik from that meeting with Gorbachev. What happened? He said, nothing. Everybody said, thank God. <laughs> then he jumped on a horse. Where you going? Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. Hello, Randy. <coughs> it's the only exercise, only exercise I get all week. Is your Roomba? Is your Roomba? <laughs> I, hey, listen, I, I, I wanted to back announce what we were just listening to, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, ladies please. and gentlemen. One of the funniest guys. I, I, I started listening to Jackie Mason. A friend of mine introduced to, to me in New York, and Jackie Mason to me was absolutely hilarious. And my kids, I, I brought the tape with me uh, of Jackie Mason. That's the guy you heard doing the the Reagan stuff. Borschtbel comedian Jackie Mason died this week. And Borscht Belt Jackie Mason made me laugh very hard and was incredibly funny. And uh, both my kids were brought up on Jackie Mason. They were the whitest, goyest, blondest, blue-eyed family. And we're all, you know, we sit around the dinner table going, I don't know, can you understand something? I don't oh, know. And I got to do my favorite Jackie Mason bit. Because <laughs> Jack, I, 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 you know, I'm gonna do it as Jackie, as a tribute to Jackie Mason, and Jackie, and he, he gets on stage and he sits there and goes, "Let me tell you, when you're in Hollywood, when you're in Hollywood, everybody has to have a car. A car, it's a very important thing to have a car. It's a fantastic car. But I'll tell you something. People sit there and they go, can you have a Cadillac? And then the Cadillac was the car to have. Then my Mercedes Benz, that was the car to have in Hollywood. And you still drove your Cadillac and say, why don't you have a Mercedes Benz? The truth is, you can't afford a Mercedes Benz. But then you just turn to him and say, you think I'm going to buy a German car? Those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're going to your friend's house. His watch is German. <laughs> His television is German. <laughs> anyway, Jackie Mason, check it out. The World According to Me. It's all available on YouTube. Uh, it was done in the 80s. Um, funny. Yeah. Funny. And we, I, I just, we lost just, another great this week. Yeah. We did. We lost another great this week. And that's Jackie Mason. Long may you love. God bless you, Jackie. God damn it. Anyway, now it's Randy's rant. I'm Hi, ranting. Randy. Okay, hi. Uh, listen, hi. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Willie. Now, I, uh, yeah. here's something I want to offer to our Goptard friends. Um, mm. These are 12 hard truths for okay. Republicans. Okay. Oh, you you think many are listening. Yeah. This is, well, <laughs> these are 12 hard truths. Uh, actually listed. Okay, you ready for this? This is from Occupy Democrats. I'm ready. Occupy Democrats. You ready? Okay, yep. Okay, hard truth number one, Trump lost. Yes. Yes. Trump lost by a lot. Yeah. Hard truth number two, there is or was no widespread voter fraud. No. Three, climate change is real, man-made and killing the planet. <laughs> Hard truth yes. number four. No one, no one is teaching critical race theory in grade school. That is a bogus distraction. Oh, no, I am. Hard truth number no, five. No, it's a bunch of, it's me and a bunch of other yeah. teachers. Hard You're, truth no, number yeah, we, yeah, but here it doesn't matter. We're only Australia. Okay, fine. Hard yeah, truth right. number five. America does, <laughs> does have a racist past. And present, No, it doesn't. And present <laughs> that needs to be acknowledged and dealt with. Oh, does that six, mean I have to get out of bed? The only, the only 
gay agenda is ensuring yeah. equal rights for gay people. That's correct. Antifa is an ideology, not an organization. No, it it's doesn't not. exist. No. Number eight, Trump supporters stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Not Antifa, yes. not Black Lives Matters, and not the FBI. No. Yep. Hard truth number nine, abortion is legal and should remain so. Number 10, trickle-down economics is a lie from the pit of GOP hell. Number 11, voter yes. suppression laws are racist and un-American. I am. And number 12, Confederate monuments are uh, should belong in museums as painful reminders of a dark chapter in our past and not in public parks. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's that's for you, uh, GOP tards, and I hope you... Uh, Wow, that is the best uh, five, four minutes of reading bumper stickers I've heard. Yeah, Thank okay. you, man. <laughs> here, we, here we go. Here we go. Thank now. you for sharing that yeah. that meme for us. That yeah. was that was informative. Now, here's, my <laughs> here's my rant. Comes from Trevor Noah's uh, Daily Show. Um, okay. This is a, uh, a a track that he played last week, uh, and okay. it's uh, it's called the uh, and you'll find it in the folder there. Saluting the heroes of the insurrection. Now, these are 31 okay. uh, Republican uh, senators, Congress people, and uh, personalities. 31 of them. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, you could probably recognize many of the voices, but I'll go through them anyway. You can listen for them. Okay. Judge right. uh, Janine Pira, Lou Dobbs, oh, wow. Katrina oh, Pearson. God. Josh Hawley, uh, yeah. Lady G, I mean, um, yeah. uh, uh, Lindsey Graham. Uh, <laughs> Lindsey? Yeah, Li dear Lindsey in his crinolines. Just basically the Louis fascist the Fly, partridge family. Louis the yeah. Fly, Mike Pence. <laughs> Mike Pence. Louis the Fly. Okay. Uh, Tucker Carlson. Madison. Yeah. Madison Cawthorn. Who's uh, uh, he's uh, who's Madison Carthorne? Oh, he's a wheelchair bound uh, senator and he, I mean, a congressman, and he has uh, attracted a lot of crowds. Uh, we may see him uh, run uh, above the line in the next couple of uh, elections. Jim Jordan, okay, who was so against Jim Jordan is yeah, a so <laughs> against the commission. Uh, in just January a 6th. It's just a maggot. Yeah. So yeah. against the commission that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, we now have going, but now is begging and protesting because he hasn't been asked to be on it. So yeah. make up your mind, Jim. Matt, Matt, Matt I, she told me she was 16 gates. Um, Steven, well, I'm so mad she told me she was 16 gates. Is that uh, his middle name now? Yeah. Uh, Steve Hilton. <laughs> Who's a palm? Yeah. I don't know what he does. He's a palm. Yeah. Louis, yeah. Louis Gomert, uh, Laura Ingram. Louis Gomert. Yeah. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Levin. Mark Levin. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Kim yeah. Gilfoyle. Oh. Uh, Kimberly Gilfoyle. Uh, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Peter uh, Peter uh, Navarro. Uh, Chuck Fleischman. Uh, Kylie McEnany. Oh, yeah. Laura Trump, who's yeah. Mrs. Eric. Uh, Eric Trump, who is Mrs. Laura. Um, 
This is like the guest list from hell, yeah. isn't it? Tommy it's, it Tup- really is. Tommy it's kind of like, you know, Tommy if you're having a bunker. You know, yeah. Tommy Tupperville? Yeah. Amy, Tommy Tupperville. Yeah. Amy Biggs. Okay, so. Paul Goser, Peter Hedgarth, yeah. Donald Jr., yeah. Ted Cruz, uh, channeling uh, Dylan Thomas, Mo Brooks, Rudy Giuliani, and Donald Trump. Now, these 31 Fan. people in three and a half minutes, so listen closely, but these all occurred between the election and the insurrection. And these people have really shown their true colors. Right up. Okay, this is from The Daily Show on Randy's Rant. Here it is. General George Washington's soldiers were freezing cold, fighting for independence against tyranny, domination, and control. It was their moment to stand up and fight for freedom. To many, January 6th is such a moment. The battle for the White House is now a full-fledged struggle for the survival of this constitutional republic. We, the people, are in control of the United States, and we will take our rights back. 74 million Americans are not going to shut up. This is about taking a stand where you can take a stand. We need to fight back. We win because of our ideas. We lose elections because they cheat us. We're going to keep fighting until every illegal vote is thrown out. They rigged the election in front of all of us, and nobody did anything about it. Call your congressman and feel free. You can lightly threaten them. If you don't start supporting election integrity, I'm coming after you. Madison Cawthorn's coming after you. Everybody's coming after you. We're not timid folk. Where people understand when there's a challenge in front of us, we rise to the challenge. We fight, finish, keep. It is time to stand and fight. The swamp isn't truly drained until we've nailed the hides of the alligators to the wall. We need to fight back. We need to strike at the heart of their power. We need to show that the next revolution is just getting started. The ruling would be that you got to go to the streets and be as violent as Antifa and BLM. Will we stand up for freedom as Samuel Adams and his fellow patriots did? If we don't fight on January 6th on the floor of the Senate and the House, that is the joint meeting of Congress, on these electors, we're done. It's time for everybody to stand up and be heard. President Trump won this election, so everyone who's listening, do not be quiet. We cannot allow this to happen before our very eyes. Liberty-loving patriots that will not let them steal this election. We have to fight this out for the American people. This is our 1776 moment. Get it right. They stole it. Uh, We need to take it back for the people. It's time for conservatives to show that backbone. Republicans, grow a backbone and fight. We are in this fight to the bitter end. We are going to take our country back. We need to march on the Capitol today, and we need to stand up for this country. We're fighting for the future of this country. We're going to keep fighting. I implore you to keep fighting, too. Freedom isn't cheap. But you know what? Imagine this. But you get to go back home once he conquered the hill. Patriots here ready to fight, certainly have the back of the president. If you're going to be the zero and not the hero, we're coming for you, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Don't be suppressed. Don't be put in your corner. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, the first part was about liberals. That that one's about aliens. That, that one's about aliens, right? <laughs> oh, I've got to go sure. fight those aliens. Yes. Yes. I'm going to fight the liberals and the libtards and the fucking aliens as well. And how convenient they had a president who could fly an F-18. <laughs> Couldn't see Trump try to get into an F-18. That would have been funny. <laughs> and we got a can opener and some lube. <laughs> oh, dear. Do not go quietly into the uh, I, 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 I know, And they haven't, you know? Really, seriously. If you're talking about decibel level, shit. But, you know, the thing is, is that I love how, you know, I don't know, you know, is Fox News motivated, I don't know, insurrection? Yes! Yes! <laughs> For fuck's sake, is there no legal? I'm not, you know, I ain't no country lawyer, but fuck! Really? <laughs> Janine Pirro's going, just like the revolution where we shed our blood. It's yeah. January 6th is very important. Jesus it's Christ, It's our man. 1776 moment. Oh, man. You know, and, and, and all fascism depends that you be uh, a victim. Do you ever notice that? That's right. You're always the victim if you're a fascist or a lefty. Yeah. It, it, you know, I, and by the way, if you go to either ends of that spectrum, you get crazy town. You know, you do. The simple fact, though, is we are not on that spectrum. I mean, we have people there, but, you know, we know they're there. You guys, that's who you are now. You're in the crazy town where you think that your sole objective, I think it was uh, Drift Class said it on the professional left. He said, I swear to God, their only motivation is to make liberals cry. The absolute uh, – people say I have a lot of hatred for Trump supporters. Yeah, I'm sick of America being bullied yeah. by a feckless, psychotic thug and Billy. by a minority of Americans who are just thugs and have been brainwashed by these criminals. Because, you know, a lot of these people that you would meet, the Trump supporters, they didn't start out that way. They've been conditioned to hate like a cult. Yeah. And, and now even the even the university educated ones. Yeah, but now you see it's it really is a death cult. Because what they're doing yeah. right now is just like you know, they're not getting vaccinated. It's a political thing. Do you do realize you do realize that that, that uh, Independence Day with Bill Pullman, who played the president, yeah. is twenty five years old. <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> no, my my youngest daughter was born that year. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It still sounds fresh. It still sounds fresh, like Ted Cruz said it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it, it does sound good. Well, listen, man, that's about all the time we have, I think. Oh, well, we could, have, we could go on forever. We Bill. could go on forever. But anyway, listen, man, thanks for the, uh, the rant. Thank you guys for tuning in for our yeah. 277th show. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, as I said, we will be having a website launch very, very soon. I'm working mm -hmm. on it. And uh, you will be able to give us on Patreon. So until next time we see you, i got to say goodbye to Randy. Bye, Randy. Bye. Bye. Are we going to have a song or are we just going to go? Yeah, let's, let's play something. I, I, I'm going to play a little okay, Tom well, Lehrer. I've got a song. I've, yeah, Tom Lehrer. 
uh, about the end of the world. Oh yeah. Uh, By the way, we could we, we all, gotta we all go together when we go. Yeah. Talking about the end of the world. We'll see you next time. Bye bye now. I always like to end on a positive note. So here is a rousing, uplifting song, which is guaranteed to cheer you up. funeral it is sad to think that sooner or later those you love will do the same for you and you may have thought it tragic not to mention other adjectives to think of all the weeping they will do but don't you worry no more ashes no more sackcloth and an armband made of black cloth will someday never more adorn a sleeve for if the bomb that drops on you gets your friends and neighbors too, there'll be nobody left behind to grieve. And we will all go together when we go. What a comforting fact that is to know. Universal bereavement, an inspiring achievement. Yes, we all will go together when we go. suffused with an incandescent glow. No one will have the endurance to collect on his insurance. Lloyds of London will be loaded when they go. We will all fry together when we fry. We'll be French fried potatoes by and by. There will be no more misery when the world is our rotisserie. Yes, we all will fry together when we fry. We will all bake together when we bake there'll be nobody present at the wake with complete participation in that grand incineration nearly three billion hunks of well-done steak we will all char together when we char and let there be no moaning of the bar just sing out a tedium when you see that icbm and the party will be come as you are we will all burn together when we burn there'll be no need to stand and wait your turn when it's time for the fallout and saint peter calls us all out we'll just drop our agendas and adjourn we will all together when we go every hot and tot and every eskimo when the air becomes uranius we will all go simultaneous yes we all will go together when we all go together yes we all will go together when we go